Welcome to the Sports GPS, where all roads lead to sports, with your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome back to the Sports GPS Season 2, Episode 21. I know we're a little late, but Parker, what are we getting into today? We are talking Week 10 results of the NFL season. We're previewing Week 11. Mm-hmm. From there, we're giving news and notes in the NFL. Several extensions, including your Eagles. Yep. Uh, from there, we're going Major League Baseball awards. Yep. They're all, of them, all the big ones were announced this week. Yeah, absolutely. And there's some offseason rumors. we got to hit on those. And as we always do, we're ending on fantasy football. Yep. And we have to talk about the matchup that happened between us. Yeah. Someone ended up on the good side. Someone ended up on the bad side. All that and more on this episode of the Sports GPS. Let's get into it. Welcome back. Getting right into our week 10 results. Started last, well, two Thursdays ago. Dolphins defeated the Ravens 22-10. to What a shocker that was. I know. Tua efficient because he only had to throw the ball 13 times. Right. And he had uh, the one-yard touchdown rush right after the Xavier Howard fumble. Was it a fumble recovery, right? Yeah. So was it more the Dolphins won this or the Ravens lose it? That's a good question. I think it's a combination of both. I mean, it's crazy that because you know the old adage is if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. Right. But he used Jacoby Brissett and Tua, mm. and it worked. Um, this is a really bad loss for the Ravens. A really bad loss for them because they were first in the AFC after the Bills had kind of donked one off. Right. Against the Jags, you think, all right, they're going to take this momentum. Lamar is going to be good. Their defense is, you know, this is an easy win. This should be a chalk up. You know. And then they, they just absolutely lay a fried egg against the Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, the real question is, were they looking ahead? Were they looking to the Bears? I mean, the Bears aren't anything special. Right. But, I mean, as we see, I mean, we talk about this for fantasy football. We don't like starting guys who play Thursday. Yeah. Because weird things happen. Mm-hmm. Like the unexpected, not only game result, but players. Yep. So, I mean, I, I still don't know how they lost to the Dolphins. Credit to Brian Flores and that crew, but right. it's just like, ugh. Yeah. It, it, was, it wasn't even close. Yeah, not even a good look. Yeah, 22-10. I mean, really, the Dolphins owned every part of this game. Yeah, so it was weird. Definitely a weird game for sure. All right, moving to the Sunday games, your Colts versus the yeah. Jets. Yeah. Dude, Colts are playing good football. I know, like, they're, they're still 5-5 five and five now. Tennessee, they're actually the number one seed in the AFC. Now, correct. So, look, they still have... They still have to dig themselves out, but they're at 500 now. Jonathan Taylor, that dude is man on a mission. Mm-hmm. 21 rushes, 116 yards, and a touchdown. It seems every week it's, you can just pencil in 100 rushing yards and a touchdown. And when they do that, when he does that, they're like 80% chance to win. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they're they're 4-1 and one when he rushes for 100 yards this year. Yeah. And so, I mean, he that's what they need to do. I mean, yeah. they also blocked a punt for a touchdown, which they needed. I mean, I, the only problem with the Colts is they don't just kill people no right? they don't no. they let people hang in like the jags hung in in this game and had a chance to even win right it. so that's what scares me with the colts they're a bizarre team because like carson Wentz is having a good year mm-hmm. i mean outside of the tennessee game a couple weeks ago where he had two picks like he's not throwing he's not making mistakes right 
And obviously, Jonathan Taylor's doing his job. The offensive line is healthier. It's still not all the way there, but it's healthier. The defense, uh, there's still a lot to be desired. desired but, yeah. I mean, you still have Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner up front. Like they, they can still do the job defensively. They're not creating turnovers like they did last year, and I think that's what helped them a yeah. lot. Oh, sure. And it makes up for offensive deficiencies. Absolutely. So, I mean, this the Colts are better. I like what they're doing. I still don't love them. Yeah. Especially because if they if they play Tennessee, they're done. Yeah, but the AFC is just wide open. Yeah, that's like even true. though Tennessee is the top seed, like you don't have Derrick Henry right now. I don't know when he's coming back. I know they assume like come, a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah, come December, maybe early January, he'll be back. Yeah. But I mean, he's going to be back for the playoffs. Yeah, but like, how good is he? I'm not saying he can't be great, but you know, I mean, Tennessee, they're very dependent on him. Yeah. And so, like, do you believe in Tannehill to really carry the load all the way? I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Titans, uh, they defeated the Saints 23-21. to yeah, that was a good game. Trevor Simeon's the player of the game, though. Yeah. I mean, in a loss, yeah. he goes 19-34 for 298 and two touchdowns. Yeah. Tannehill, 19-27, 213. He had a touchdown both with his arm and with his feet. I mean, that's the reason why. But the Saints are a two-point conversion. Away from time, this game is sent into overtime. Absolutely. And the Saints aren't a great football team right now. I mean, they have Ingram back, but Trevor Simeon's your quarterback. Yeah, and you don't have Kamara right now. And so that's kind of a problem for me. Oh, yeah. You know, and we're going to talk about that in, you know, the, the next segment with the next picks. Like, the Saints aren't a phenomenal team. They don't really scare me. Right. So... You know, it's not like they have Drew Brees that can bail them out anymore. It's they have to rely on that defense. Defense still not doing great things. Yeah. Well, speaking of teams that are like in it, the Cowboys. Yeah, I they, mean they look great. And they defeat the Falcons forty-three-three. Talk about a get-right game for them. They yeah. needed it. I mean, Ceedee Lamb six catches, ninety-four yards, two touchdowns. Really, the Dallas D forcing ten or sorry four turnovers, and they blocked a punt for a touchdown as yeah. well. I mean, I know the Falcons aren't that great. But I mean, Matt Ryan, even even with this team, he's not he doesn't turn the ball over a ton, but he did against his Dallas defense. Yeah, it was so, it was bad. Yeah, for sure. So they're they're legit. Yeah, the the Cowboys look like a favorite in the NFC right now. I know they put up a dud against Denver, but really, I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? Right. <laughs> uh, Patriots defeated the Browns forty five to seven. This game was started out looking like the Browns could do something, and then it was all Patriots after that first yeah. touchdown. <sighs> This t- I know I know Baker's giving you crap because you don't pick the Patriots a You're lot. Right. Yeah, this team is I I don't want to say they're like Super Bowl favorites. Right. Um. Because I still we still need to see Mac Jones throughout an entire, but he's doing the job. Right. And you don't see this a lot, but the free agent guys they picked up for their defense, they're all working. Well, that especially and, Judon. You know, and everybody was like, oh, well, their their defense wasn't good last year. Yeah, because they had so, they had eight starters. Yeah. Say we're not playing yeah, this we're year because do- of COVID. Yeah, we're opting out. We're yeah. not. We're not here. So you expect their defense to be better than it was. I mean, Mac Jones, nineteen to twenty-three, one hundred ninety-eight yards, three touchdowns. Stevenson, 20, 20 rushes for a hundred on the button and two touchdowns himself. Yeah. I mean, it was pure domination yeah. by the Patriots for sure. I mean, the interesting thing with this Patriots team and why I think we need to consider them as a Super Bowl contender mm-hmm. is. They're sixth-ranked offense. They're the second-ranked defense. You mm-hmm. could argue they're the best defense in football this year. Yeah, definitely you could argue that. I mean, if the Bills – I mean, we're going to get into the Bills here in a second. If the Bills aren't the best team defense, then it is the Patriots. Yeah. I, You know, speaking of the Bills, as we said, they defeated <laughs> the Jets 45 
to seven. It's basically a bye week. Yeah. <laughs> or excuse me, 17, not seven, because the Jets actually did something with Joe Flacco uh. as their quarterback. But the fact that the Bills D forced four interceptions of White and then the Jets have to go to Joe Flacco. <laughs> Joe Flacco starting this upcoming week. Yeah. Kind of scares you, but yeah. Josh Allen, 21 to 28 for 366, two touchdowns, and he threw one really bad pick. But, I mean, he they're using the play action. That's effective for the Bills. That's what they need to kind of keep doing, and they're going to dominate teams. They didn't use it against Jacksonville, and it hurt them. Right. So, yeah. kind of the... Oh, one of the most head-scratching games of the week, Steelers-Lions. Yeah. A tie. Yeah. 16-16 in overtime. We love Penn State Pat. Yep. He's a favorite on the pod. Mm-hmm. Hold what on are you to, doing? Hold on to the football What are you boss. doing, dude? I know there's precipitation. Yep. I know it's raining. It's miserable weather. I get it. You were already kind of borderline field, field goal range. range. yeah. And you just wanted to get a few more yards, and you fumble. Yeah. You just literally lay it down. Yeah. And you don't kick it out of bounds. Yeah, I'm thinking. I was watching. I didn't see the whole game. I, I was watching it over time. I go... Hit it out of bounds! Yeah. Hit it out of bounds! <laughs> That's and, all he has to do. Yeah, and it just it just stayed right there. Yeah, it just sat there, and the lines recovered it just far enough off the sideline. You know, to be recovered, it's just how do you sit there and let that happen is beyond me. But again, Steelers Lions. Why is it always an AFC North team that ends up in a tie? <laughs> For real? Because literally, I think the last four of them have been two by the Bengals, now one with the Steelers. Might even be two of the Steelers because I think they tied Miami in like a hurricane or something yeah. when I was in college. So, you know, only makes sense. You know, the other shocker of the week here, Washington defeating the Bucks. Dude, that was a – like, kudos to Washington. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last – I mean, you, you know how he beat Tom Brady in a close game? Don't give him the ball back. Right. And that's exactly what they did. Ten minute, like, It was a 19-play, 10-minute drive to cap it off. It was mm-hmm. like – and we didn't just give get a field goal and give Brady the ball back. It's like, no, we're getting seven. Yeah, they got seven. They they went for it on fourth down, which was, you know, the questionable call. You're like, ah, oh, do you kick it here? Do but, you But if they don't get it, they have to go ninety nine yards. I know Brady could do it. Right. But time they didn't have a lot of time. So, I mean, either way I don't want to say it's a win win, but you know, I think it's a good risk. Yeah, I, I'm not hating on the risk. It's just it's one of those I'm like, it's it's just a head scratcher for oh, me. Oh, sure, sure. You know, you kick the field goal and you make it a make it a touchdown game. You make him drive, you know, yeah. you make him get a touchdown. I so it worked. So, you know, Gibson has twenty four carries for sixty four yards, two touchdowns. Washington D forces the two picks. Two huge punt returns by DeAndre Carter. Um Setting up short fields, which helped. Heineke was good. Heineke looked great. Twenty six of thirty two for two fifty six and a touchdown. And like you said, last drive went for 19, a little over 10. That was the big thing. The Bucks did not look good no, the entire didn't. game. It was rough. That that was the game that I was forced to watch here in Central Virginia. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I did not <laughs> I did not enjoy watching it from a from a game standpoint. It was just choppy. It didn't look good. It wasn't fun yeah. to watch. But if you were a Washington fan, it was great to watch. And we know many of them. Absolutely. Uh, Panthers defeated the Cardinals. Player of the game, Cam Newton. Yeah, he's back. I he mean, literally yelled, I'm back. Yeah, and then he got a penalty. Right. Well, Because <laughs> he took his helmet off. It doesn't matter. His I mean, first yeah, two touches went for touchdowns. Yeah. One was a passing touchdown to Robbie Anderson. One, he just stretched play out to the right. Signature Cam Newton. And he's actually getting the start this week. 
I don't know if I love it. Yeah, I don't know how ready he is mm-hmm. to to run and all. I mean, I know he can run the football, and it's not like he doesn't know how to play quarterback. But right. like, you haven't played under Matt Rule. Well, it also helps the fact that you have run CMC. I mean, he, yeah, he had help. thirteen carries for ninety five and ten receptions for sixty six. Yeah, just like one hundred and sixty total yards. Yeah, you know, sixty one. NBD. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatevs. You know. I I I'd like for him to find the end zone. Yeah, you would. It, it would have helped you last week. <laughs> it would have, yeah. But that's that's for a couple seconds. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Hundred <laughs> percent. Vikings defeated the Chargers. Are we are we scrapping the Chargers now? Like, are we done with them? I don't know if I'm done, but they're. I'm done with them. I I, I I'm still a Herbert guy. Okay, I'm done with the Chargers. So we're both Herbert guys. I'm done with the Chargers yeah. as well. <laughs> love you, Justin. Would love you on the pod, but. They just—I don't get this team. Yeah, I don't. I don't get. I know. I know. Uh, uh, Joey Bosa's back this week, right? Which is huge, obviously. But I don't know if it's going to help him. No, I mean, but Kirk, when you make Kirk Cousins look good, he's the player of the game. Twenty-five of thirty-seven, two ninety-four, two touchdowns. That's a team that I think we don't give enough love to. I know they're like m- mediocre record-wise, but they're the only team in the NFL who have been up by seven during the game. Mm-hmm. Now they haven't in won every any, game, right? In every game, and like. Their defense is really good, and it's just like... Except for they let Baltimore come back. I, I understand that. I mean, look, they have deficiencies. I'm not saying, yeah. like, oh, they're, like, Super Bowl team, but, like, I don't think we give them enough love at all, and, I mean, they just beat a good Chargers... Well, what we perceived as a good Chargers team. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, <laughs> Delvin Cook looks great when he runs the ball. It's great. He had 24 for 94 and a touchdown. And Justin Jefferson's a beast. Nine catches for 143. I do know that. Fantasy, baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, the Eagles defeated the Broncos. Hey Nobody yo. saw this coming. Uh, player of the game, Eagles defense slash special teams. They blocked a field goal from a recovery for a touchdown. Darius Slay named N- uh, NFC Defensive Player of the Week. I mean, you could say Devonta Smith with six catches, two tutties. Jalen Hurts looked good. Not yeah. great. Right. I'm interested to see what this Eagles offense does. Miles Sanders coming back off the IR yeah. this week. Uh, if they keep running the ball... And you give it to the special Miles Sanders, right? Nick Sirianni, don't revert, right? Back. It's like okay, if you're please willing, God, don't revert. If back. you're willing to use Gainwell and Howard, mix in and with Boston Hertz, Scott, right? And Boston Scott, uh, give Miles Sanders the ball like yeah. twenty times. Yeah, like give Miles Sanders the rotation should be Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard, <laughs> Miles Sanders and just coin flip. Yeah, like are you, are you ready to come in? We need you. Like, he needs a break. Uh, Jordan Howard, come on in. Yeah. I mean, Boston Scott runs hard. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Like, I, I, every single runner in the Eagles' backfield runs hard. So why aren't we giving it to them? Yeah. So we just need to continue to do that, and you will continue to see these results, like the Eagles defeating the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, Packers defeated the Ugh. Seahawks. What a rock fight. Yeah. It, it was such a, it was a bad we, game. We, we it was a terrible game. It was it, a terrible it, game. It was hard to watch. Now, I look, t- to play devil's advocate here, okay, Russell Wilson, you just came back from injury. You definitely did not look ready. Right. Aaron Rodgers, you missed some time with COVID. You didn't look great, but you look better than Russell. Not that that's saying much. Right. And it was just like we thought both these teams were special. I still believe in Green Bay. I don't believe. I believe, I believe in Green Bay. Yeah. And because of their defense is why I believe yeah. in Green Bay. Their defense looks good. Like yeah. Super Bowl over the Steelers, good. Now they need Jair Alexander back. It would be nice, but really, to tell you like, the truth, I mean, their he, defense looks great without him. Because he's honestly like you can make the argument he's the best corner in the game. Mm, yeah, I mean he's top ten. I, I I can sit here without even thinking about it. I know he's top ten. Yeah. 
So I mean their defense Probably is legit. Tough. I know I know Rodgers always complains that they have no, nothing. They have no right. weapons, no nothing. It's like, well, they've actually been using the draft to help their defense mm-hmm. and it's working. I understand you want a receiver, you need a receiver, but that's a long story. AJ Dillon runs Dude, hard. yeah, he does. And so, yeah. Like Aaron Jones, you're great, but uh AJ Dillon, you're you're pretty good too. Absolutely. Well, speaking of another great quarterback, Chiefs defeated the Raiders 41 to 14. Pat Mahomes 20, sorry, 35 of 50, 406 five tutties. Yeah, he pretty good. He back. Yeah, I mean, I know that I I was like, oh, he's not playing good football. He looked he looked pretty. Damn he looked good really good here. Raiders. I mean, anybody anybody will make the Raiders. Oh, sorry, yeah. the Raiders will make anybody look good. Oh sure, but, but I mean, I think I think him and Andy Reid probably a lot of film study. Mm-hmm. They're doing the job, and like they were gonna figure it out. I knew that. Yeah, you know it's gonna happen, right? But uh, they definitely took it out on the Raiders. Yeah, and that's what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. But the, the Chiefs, they see the Raiders on the schedule, and they're like, oh, it's get-right game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of non-get-right games, though, Niners defeated the Rams, Ooh, Rams 31-10. to 10. Rams, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you, you get OBJ. I saw a meme right after the game that OBJ was, like, right over top of Matt Stafford's shoulder. It was like, <laughs> I, I thought you were better than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Well, he is. Yeah. Just give it time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Not I want this game. Though. I want to give more credit to the 49ers. They actually played their brand of football. Right. They're tough, defensive-minded, run the football. You don't need to rely on Jimmy G. Right. Well, uh, they didn't. I mean, they right. Debo Samuel five catches, that ninety-seven guy, and a touchdown. He's what a freak. A freak. <laughs> and then Cooper Cup, eleven catches for one twenty-two. He just didn't find the end zone. I mean, and we we need to come up with our all cheat code team. He's on it. Yeah. He's on it. Like that dude just, I mean, him run CMC, Alvin Kamara, Devonta Adams, Debo Samuel. Yeah. There's there's your cheat code weapons. Yeah, CD Lamb. <laughs> yeah, just, just keep marching them off. I can keep going. Yeah, we're we're gonna post that on Twitter. Our, yeah, our all cheat code team. All cheat code team. Yeah, yeah. Then that yeah, hundred percent. He's out. Tyree Kill. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> The Chiefs' entire offense. Yeah, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, dude, man, throws passes without looking. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sick. Yeah. So you ended up one plus one this week in picks. Yeah. So now I'm plus two. That's going to change season. this week. You want to know why? It's very possible because I feel really good about my picks, and we're going to get into them. Yeah, and I, I'm taking I'm taking some risks. Yeah, you're taking some risk. I feel really good about my picks, but we're going to get into them right after this. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're giving our week 11 picks. We're going to start with Thursday Night Football. We know that it happened, but we also know we both picked the Pats. Yeah, we both would have picked the Pats. Like, I mean, sorry. I know I've been a little critical of the Patriots, but I, I literally, last week, I just picked them because I, I undersold the Browns, and I was like, maybe the Browns are legit, and they'll just run the ball over the Patriots, and they did. Nope. <laughs> but, like, I, there's no way I'm picking Atlanta, ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised Matt Ryan was that bad. Um, even though I think Patriots defense is legit, right? Uh, he just doesn't turn. Dude, the it's ball bad. Into... It's bad when you when you turn to Josh Rosen. Yeah, like he got five plays. Yeah, all, all I was really asking for was Kyle Pitts. Like, can can you get him involved? But that yeah. didn't happen, and well, nothing I mean, he really kind got... of got involved. But <sighs> tune of twenty five yards on three catches. Yahoo! Yeah, you need a little more from him. So moving on, Colts Bills. Who you got? I got the Bills. I, I they're playing good football. The Colts defense doesn't scare me a lot. They keep people in it. So even if Josh Allen has a bad game, 
you're still there. Yeah. And I think the Bills just have enough on defense. I'm going to pick my Colts. I know I've been doing the reverse juju, but I didn't last week. I don't know if that really matters. <laughs> and uh, I just like the way the Colts are playing. I know it's on the road. I know it'll be probably bad weather. Right. But we have a run game to do it. Mm-hmm. I know the defense isn't doing what it did last year as far as turnovers, but they're not not creating turnovers. And I think it's going to be a close game. Can Carson Wentz like not give the ball away? We'll that's, find out. That's the question. Yeah. Right. Uh, moving on to Ravens, Bears, Ravens. It's Ravens. Yeah. I mean, look, Khalil Mack's out mm-hmm. for the year. Yeah. So, and not that I was going to pick the Bears with Khalil Mack, but I'm definitely not now, even though it's in Chicago. Yeah. In Justin Fields, he's been a he's been a bright spot. I think the Ravens will yeah. be a little. I think he's getting better each week, right. but like it's not exponentially better. Yeah. It's going to take It's time. definitely linear for sure. Yep. Uh, Lions versus the Browns. This is a get right game. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's the Lions. It's the Lions. Well, we said that about the Steelers, and then the Steelers just let them tie them. Yeah, that was a weird game. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was bad, bad weather. I mean, I hate to always say bad weather, but like that does play a part. It does play a part. I'll give you that. But, of course, it shouldn't against Detroit. They're an indoor team. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't matter, especially. But uh, 11.5 point favorite for the Browns. I'm going to take the Browns. Yeah, give me the Browns. Even with a Baker who's like... Bad shoulder, bad this is that. It's like, I'll ah, figure it out. They'll run the ball again, and it'll be and fine. And Chubb's back, so. Right. You know. Yeah, they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texans versus the Titans. Not a question. It's the Titans. Yeah, they're the best team in football right now. Titans for sure. Yep. Uh, Packers versus the Vikings. Um, I like Rodgers. I like Green Bay. But give me the Vikings. Yeah, I'm with you. Because I like them against spread. And They're uh, in Minnesota. That's my point. Rodgers, I should have said, I should have thought about this last week. The Packers and the Seahawks last week, it literally is whoever's at home wins. I think it's the same deal here. I like the Packers defense, but Kirk Cousins is playing well, and I like the fact that they're balanced with Cook and him. Right. So give me the Vikings. I think they, uh, I think they pull up the upset here. Technically, it's one point upset. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Dolphins versus the Jets. Who you got? Give me the Dolphins. They're playing good football. I'm going to take the Jets. Why? Joe Flacco. You really believe in Joe Flacco? No, but I believe that Joe Flacco is better than than White, and I believe that Joe Flacco will manage the game, and it's in New York. See, I don't agree that Joe Flacco is better than White. I, 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 I just have no faith in Joe Flacco. I know he won a Super Bowl. That was like 100 years ago. It feels like it, but I... Here's here's my thing. I need Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, so it's a, it's a I need him. Well, <laughs> I thought I believe in him. Well, it, if he plays a certain percentage of snaps, the sixth rounder that we gave them turns into a fifth. So <laughs> I need Joe Flacco to play some snaps. I mean, he's gonna play the whole game, bud. That'd <laughs> be terrible. Well. I mean, that's a good point. Because they'll just put it right back to white. Yeah, but I, I think the Dolphins are playing good football relatively. They're coming they off, I know they're coming off a big win. You can think, okay, maybe they're just riding too high. Right. But maybe they have some momentum here with Tua. I don't know. Yeah, if, if it, this game was happening in Miami, I'd be 100% on board. It's it, not really a good watch. <laughs> it, no, it's a terrible watch. Yeah. Like, I literally was coin flipped on this game. It landed head, so I picked the Jets. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, what are you going to do? Blame the, the coin flipper app on my phone. All right, Saints-Eagles, who you got? I'm taking my birds. All right, I'm going to take the Saints. Yeah, Eagles at home. I know they haven't won a game at home. No, They're sir. due. <laughs> well, they are due, but they were due like three weeks ago. Shit up. They're <laughs> due, and uh, Jalen Hurts just beats the Saints. 
Okay. He's 1-0 against them. 1-0. Well, that's a long track record, right? Uh, hey, man, it's 100%. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Can't, Can't argue that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. When I'm spitting facts. All right, Washington, Carolina. Uh, Carolina. I actually was back and forth because I'm like, okay, Washington's coming off a good win. Their defense looked better. In but Carolina. I'm taking Carolina. Cam I'm- Newton at home. First time back in front of the Carolina fans. There's yeah. going to be multiple Superman poses. Oh, duh. He finds the end zone twice with his feet. I would not be surprised. I just, like, Washington, it's just, I don't know what to expect. Like, Heineke is is very hit or miss. Yep, the and, Brewmeister. And the defense, while it was good last week, it have it's inconsistent. <laughs> right. I just don't, I don't believe it. But I, I was back and forth on this game, but give me the Panthers. All right, fair enough. Uh, 49ers versus the Jags. Can we just move on? Yeah. 49ers? Yeah. So, so, sorry, Eric. <laughs> Lo siento. Uh, Bengals versus the Raiders. Who you got? Give me the give me the Bengals. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bengals as well. I like Derek Carr, but that's about it. Yeah, in in Brian Edwards makes my hate list. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I don't love the Raiders' passing attack right now. They lost Rugs, idiot. But right. you know that that hurt them deep. For I know sure. they got Deshaun Jackson, but he's not what he once was. Even though he's still a great receiver, he's not the youthful rugs. So yeah, right. I, I have a little bit of an issue there. And I, I I'm more faith in Joe Burrow, than Derek Carr, and Joe Mixon. He's having a great year. Yeah, the the only Raider that that would make my love list, and I didn't even put him on there, is Derek Carr. Yeah. Uh, there are two would be Bengals that make my love list. So there you go. There you go. Uh, Cowboys versus the Chiefs. Best game of the week. Correct. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Who you got? I've said it once, twice, a million times. I'm going to take the Cowboys because every time I pick them, I'm, I'm, there's a chance of reverse juju. <laughs> there you go. So I'm taking the Cowboys. I don't love it, to, to be fair. Patrick Mahomes showed me something last week. Yeah. And this was another coin flip, Blaine. No, I'm just kidding. I was picking the Cowboys <laughs> just for reverse juju. That's yeah. what I'm picking them for. Uh, Cardinals versus the Seahawks. B- back to the Cowboys Chiefs real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. This could be a Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, I don't think the Chiefs get there. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I'm not loving Kansas City right now. I mean, they are at home, so that's kind of why I'm picking them. But I feel like I I pick them at home every week, and that hasn't worked out 100 percent right. for me. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to be different. Well, it's because Jordan Love's mom was in the nosebleed sections. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason why it worked out for you last time. Uh huh. You know, her seats were from the Goodyear Blimp. Oh, I don't really? know if you knew that. No, I didn't. Yeah, they. they that's where they showed her. <laughs> Sorry, LOL. All right, Cardinal Seahawks, who you got? <laughs> I'm taking the Cardinals. Uh, they 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 need a bounce back game after the Panthers. They're gonna feed James Conner the rock. Needs to happen. I'm taking the Seahawks for the same reason as far as a bounce back game, and I don't like the Cardinals because I don't think Kyler Murray's playing. I think Russell Wilson's gonna have a bounce back game. It was pretty ugly, and they mm-hmm. they need this game. If they don't win, they're done. No. I'll agree to that. Well, their division is tough, so I think they're done regardless. Well, I, I'm not pro Seattle here. I'm just saying if they want to make things interesting, they have to win this week. Whereas Arizona, they're what eight and two, and they're in first place. Yeah, I so, guess that makes sense. So they, the Seahawks need this more than Arizona. I'll, I'll give you that. All right, uh, Sunday night game: Steelers versus Chargers. I think we're both done with the Chargers. Yeah. So give me, give me the Steelers. Yeah, it, Big Ben's coming back. He'll draw up like eight plays in the dirt. I mean the. The AstroTurf beads <laughs> yeah. in LA, uh-huh. and somehow he'll he'll make something work. Yeah, I think I think it'll be close. I think Mike Tomlin's good against young quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. 
defensively. So I'm giving the Steelers. All right. And then Monday night's game, Giants versus Bucks. It's not really a question. It's the Bucks. Yeah, they Tom Brady doesn't lose three in a row. No. He's already lost two in a row. Big stage. Like yeah. he's got at this. home. Yeah. Defense wins championships. And it's the Giants. Yeah. So enough said. Exactly. All right. Uh, the Rams and the Broncos are both on by, so that's the reason why they're not talked about. But we both got the Patriots right. Uh, I'm taking the Bills. You're taking the Colts. Yep. Both taking the Ravens. Both taking the Browns. Both taking the Titans. Vikings. Uh, we're split on Jets. Dolphins. As I'm taking Joe Flacco, and you're taking the Dolphins. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm picking the Eagles. You're picking the Saints. We both have Cam Newton-led Panthers. We both have the Niners and Jimmy Garoppolo. We both have the Bungles. And we both have the Steelers and the Bucks, but we are also split on Cowboys, Chiefs, and Cardinals, Seahawks. Yes, sir. All right. Well, right after this, we're getting into the big news and notes around the league when we return. All right. Welcome back. We're hitting the NFL news and notes. Big stuff around the league. Uh, we already talked about a couple of them, but we'll hit them up again. Cam Newton signing with the Panthers. He's actually signed with the Panthers, excuse me, before last game, and he's going to start uh, this week. I mean, is that big for Cam? It's definitely big for Cam. I think I get What does this mean for Sam Darnold long term? I know he's hurt right now, so that's the reason behind getting Cam Newton, but, like, is Sam Darnold, like, is he just done? He might be. I think, yeah, this means more for Sam Darnold than anything. Do they use him as a trade ship? Yes, because I think there are enough quarterback needy teams after this year, and this draft class does not look great. Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, look, uh, maybe Ben has another year. No. I don't think so. I think they they go after Pickett from the university. That would be cool. I mean, we definitely know uh, Mason Rudolph is not the answer. No, even though he looked half decent in the rain. I mean, like, I don't love the Steelers' new offensive coordinator. So, I mean, that may be part of the problem here. But, right. I mean, I, I, if you're not going to draft Pickett, maybe you go get Sam Darnold. Maybe. Because like, I don't think I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be available. I know that's been kind of the rumor, like, oh, well, he doesn't love Green Bay. I think he loves it more than people think. And I think he's going to return. I think Green Bay is going to suck it up, and they're going to make amends and do whatever he wants. So, and there's nothing on the free agent market, and this isn't a strong quarterback class, so maybe maybe take a chance on Sam Darnold. Maybe. All right, I'll give you that one. All right, Big Ben, speaking of yeah. him, uh, off the COVID list, he's going to start Sunday. That's huge for the Steelers. No doubt. Because, yeah, as you said, Rudolph not looked, Ooh. did not look good. Yeah. So that's kind of huge. Um, but speaking of COVID list, Amari Cooper is going to miss two weeks because he just tested positive and he's not vaccinated. Correct. So he's guaranteed to miss 10 days. Does that hurt the Cowboys? I don't think it will hurt them that much. Yeah. I, I think they just at, got Gallup back. Yeah. Like if they didn't get Gallup back, I'd be more worried. Oh, sure. But you have Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, and you still have the tight ends. He subs Zeke. Yeah, like maybe that run, guy. I mean, run the football a little bit more because you have Zeke and Tony Pollard, who is a starting back for most teams. Right. Yeah, and I don't think it hurts them that bad. I I think it makes it a little worse that I pick them this week versus the Chiefs. Yeah. But still, I mean, look, if he was going to miss playoff games, I yeah, definitely. But no, he's only going to miss two ragamuffin games anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, Khalil Mack out for the season after yep. he's undergoing season-ending foot surgery. Yeah, not that the Bears were good, but this definitely puts him in the in the in the stinker. Well, I think that they might have opted to have him do foot surgery 
because they were already out right. of it. So mm-hmm. it just makes sense there. Uh, Chris Carson also going under season That's ending big. neck surgery. That's huge for the Seahawks. They're done. Yeah. I mean, we already thought they were done. But, I mean, I, I know I picked the Seahawks this week because I just think if they want to have any kind of chance, you got to win this week. Right. Uh, I'm giving Russell Wilson credit that mm-hmm. he can do that. But Chris Carson out is uh, for the rest of the year, and he, not good. Well, not out for the rest of the year, but Saints running back Alvin Kamara out this week versus the Eagles, second straight week. Are you starting to worry about his durability? A little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't. I mean, I can't help but be worried. He's a running back. It's a physical position, mm-hmm. and he just keeps getting getting hurt. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it too. I just, I, I, mean, I it's, it's kind of like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. It, it, does he not become a top pick anymore because of it? No, because I think he's a cheat code. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's kind of scary. He on the cheat code list. So show. <laughs> and then uh, Kyler Murray is questionable this week. Uh, I think he'll probably give it a go. But Colt McCoy always throughout his career has had good game stinker, good game stinker. He had a stinker last week, so, so I'm expecting he's a good due. <laughs> so yeah, not really that big of a deal. I, uh, I know he didn't practice that much this week. I know Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach, was like, yeah, he was, you know, they didn't do a lot with him, so right. I, don't, I don't know if they're going to use him, but maybe he doesn't need as much practice as we think. Well, and I also think this could be game script, too, if you're really feeling like you can run the ball against the Seahawks, which you can. Green Bay just <laughs> proved it. Correct. <laughs> um, you know, I think you just let Kyler Murray kind of sit and let Colt McCoy kind of run the run the show. Yep. Oh, we had some big extensions this week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two for my birds. The Eagles gave Dallas Goddard a four-year, $59 million extension. Mm-hmm. It might be a little too much. But he's also a top five tight end in the league yeah now that he's by himself he will be yeah you gotta pay the man i mean if you saw zach gertz you definitely don't want to pay him that much but you don't so you gotta pay him yeah well and i think uh jackson is gonna fit his role as that second tight end really well former quarterback so he knows how to find holes Mm -hmm. i think that'll also help dallas when they go into the two tight end sets but dallas can do everything run block catch the ball uh he looks great as a tight end so I like the fact that he's going to be on Midnight Green for another four years. I just wish it was like a little less than $59 million. I agree. <laughs> the Eagles also do another extension, three years, $22.5 million to Avanta Maddox. It's only $13 million in guarantees. I haven't really seen the contract because it literally just happened two hours ago. You like the player? I like the player. I just, for a slot corner that's undersized, is it a little too much? Maybe. But $7.5 million is kind of like the going rate for a good slot corner right now. So yeah. I guess they paid him exactly what you're supposed and to. And in today's NFL, slot corners are huge. Yeah. And you need guys who can fly around. Yeah. And, and Maddox can play safety too. So he's versatile. He's done it all. I just, he's just a little too small for my liking. Gotcha. Uh, Broncos agreed to a three-year $34.5 million extension to Tim Patrick. Is he now the number one receiver over Cortland Sutton now? Uh, you're paying him like like he is. Yeah. I'm not saying he's like highest paid receiver, but you gave him like legit hard money yeah. to be that. So, you know, maybe. Like he might have to be. Yeah. I mean, I think Cortland Sun's a better player, but, you know. Fair enough. They're putting the money to Patrick. Yeah. So. Well, and Sutton, I mean, he's going to get it. but Yeah, he's up and down, though. He hasn't had a great year. No, he's had two really, really great games when I didn't have him, and now he's stinking it up. Yeah. So if you want great, you know, hit me up for Cortland Sutton, and he'll put up 23. <laughs> 
anybody in the league that wants to, you know, get him. All right, let's go ahead with some quick questions that we've kind of thought about. You already posed one of them. Could the Cowboys Chiefs be a Super Bowl matchup? I think, I mean, I'm more worried about the Chiefs than the Cowboys. Which, I am as Which well. is kind of crazy. Like, coming the season, I think we both had the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But Dallas is, and I don't like to say it, but Dallas looks legit. Yeah, I need you to say it more often so that way it they're turns legit, out. They're legit. They're Thank legit. You. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> say it. Say it in your sleep too. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Anybody that roots for Big D, Lo Siento, you're most likely obnoxious. Um, <laughs> is Mac Jones in the Patriots? Does Mac Jones and what he's doing do that? Does that make the Patriots for real? Yes. And I didn't, I mean, I'm not Mr. Mac Jones supporter here. Mm. I'm not a big fan of Alabama quarterbacks because they never work, but he fits. Yeah. He fits. I, I think, I know San Francisco, they actually kind of wish they had Mac Jones. I think he would have fit there. Like, he, you don't put him in an offense where it's dependent upon his arm because mm. then it's not going to work. But he doesn't have to do that in New England. They have a run game, they have a great defense, their offensive line is very solid. So I mean, he can just you know manage the game, and he, he'll he'll surprise you and like throw the ball downfield and win with his arm here and there. But yeah, the the Patriots are for real. Yeah, I think the the I, I don't know if anybody out here watches the cartoon Gridiron Heights, but last year they they always have Bill Belichick as this monotone guy, who does right? This. And. They were like, we don't retool, we rebuild. And literally has like clone making machines of people. So I feel like Mac Jones is Bill Belichick's clone of Tom Brady. It's going to take him. He's not going to be Tom Brady. Right. To be clear. I just want to be, I want to be honest here. He's going to win two or three Super Bowls because he's going to, he's going to develop and be good. Like Tom was, he's not going to be great like Tom, right. but he's, he's going to win a couple of Super Bowls just by default. But I mean, if you look at the Patriots early in Tom's career, he, they didn't win because of him. Right. It was because of defense and run game. Exactly. And that, I mean, that I mean, at, him to of course, the funny thing is I think people forget Drew Bledsoe was a really good quarterback. Yeah. And they don't want to give him credit. And then Brady took over. It's like, oh, it didn't matter. It's like, well, I mean, it's just a different styles. Yeah, it just worked. Styles make fights. Well, that and if you if you just look at the fact that Tom Brady's just a winner. And Mac Jones has that same mentality. Sure. He might not have the talent as much. But we all thought Tom, nobody thought Tom was good. No, I mean, we all saw him. <laughs> at Michigan running yeah. that pro, that, the, the, the it, combine. The combine 40. footage. Oh, my gosh. That guy was like non-athlete yeah. run, running the 40. So, yeah. so I mean, He looked like Rich Eisen running the 40. But he was a, a, a catcher. He was drafted by the Montreal Expos as a catcher. So, you'd like that. Yeah, absolutely. Catchers are athletes, man. They are athletes, man. They, they don't run. They, they yeah, just, they they're, just... they're cerebral. That's a good word. Yeah, absolutely. Every once in a while, I break them out. I like that vocab word. Thanks, man. All right. The Vikings, as you told, as you said earlier, the only team in the NFL to lead in every game by at least seven, and their defense leads the NFL in sacks. Yeah. Does this, does that matter? I think it does. Considering we don't talk about them as like a good team, mm-hmm. we don't think they're bad, but we just think they're very mediocre. Right. I think a lot of that is because Kirk Cousins, you know. You like that? I mean, I think, <laughs> I think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, but he does in the big game not really show up. Right. I just think they're they're balanced. I mean, with Dalvin Cook running the football, you have good receivers in Thielen and Jefferson, mm-hmm. so that helps 
Cousins. And then their defense, I mean, they, they lead the NFL in sacks, so they're going to get pressure. And in the playoffs, like, that matters. Yeah, that does matter. I, I'm just worried that they don't get to that point in time because there's so many good teams. But with seven teams getting in in each conference now, yeah, yeah, they could be dangerous. They could be sneaky. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the last one, Titans are the number one seed. <sighs> are they going to stay there? Are they the team to beat? I, I hope not because right. they're in my division. Mm-hmm. The Bills and the Chiefs. I still believe in the Bills more. I believe in the Bills too. I know they haven't looked great. They they looked good this past week. Right. So they're trending upward again. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say the Titans are the team to beat. I'll, I'll give me the Bills, but the Titans, they're for real. Yeah, I mean, they Tan- are Tannehill works. If they had Derrick Henry, they oh, would yeah. be the team to beat. Yeah. Without him, I know, I know you got Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson has, has way too much tread off the tires. No doubt. So that's my problem. Yep. All right. Well, if you have any differing opinions, hit us up on Twitter at the Sports GPS. Hit us up on Instagram, whichever social media you prefer. Yeah. Let us know what you think about those quick fire questions. But right after this, we got to hit the MLB Awards winners when we return. We're back hitting the MLB Awards and then big MLB news, offseason stuff, because we're crazy and that's yeah. what we like to talk about. Yes, sir. So the award winners, uh, the big four, Rookie of the Year, uh, Manager of the Year, Cy Young, MVP, and then Parker has a feel good. It's fine. It's what I'll give it to him. Thanks, Let him man. have it. AL Rookie of the Year, Randy Rosarena. We yeah. both were wrong on this. We thought it was going to be his teammate Wander Franco. I'm not surprised by it. I guess for me, I would have picked. Well, honestly, I probably would have picked Mountain Castle, mm-hmm. but he wasn't a finalist. Wasn't a finalist, right? Uh, so Rosarena, I just, I, he was already like kind of a, a name, a name, yeah. but he was rookie eligible. So good for you, man. He had a great year. Yeah. He did have a good year. Yeah. I, I guess I just thought Wander Franco because of what he did for that team, what he propelled that team, they were good, but they were, you know, meddling in the AL East. And then when he came up, it was like raise. That's the reason why I was like, okay, raise. yeah, it should be Wander Franco, but Randy Rosarena, great job. You had the great postseason last year. Your team didn't do anything this year, but it's fine. Great. Good job for there. Uh, Cincinnati, you got somebody to hang your hat on. NL Rookie of the Year, Jonathan India. We were both right on this one. Yeah, I like this guy. I, he looks great. He's a player. He's a he's a ball player. time ball player. That's a compliment, man. Absolutely. When you, when you get that, that's like Wayne Gretzky saying that's a hockey shot. Yeah, it's funny. It's like... I love like former players are like the greatest compliment I ever got was someone saying he's a ball player. Right. Yeah. He's gritty and that's that's what you need. And he's got great hair. Well, yeah, that, that helps him. That does help. Especially in your book. All right. <laughs> Manager of the year, Kevin Cash. Not surprised. Give it to me. Let's go. Had that one. I know you did. I, I wouldn't feel good with the service. Yeah. But I'm not surprised by it. Yeah, absolutely. And then NL Manager. Your boy. Your boy. Did the Phillies give up on him too early? I mean, I don't think so, but... Yeah, I, I don't think he works in Philly. No, he did he, yeah, I think he, he works in San Francisco. It's a smaller market. He can kind of lay low under the yeah. radar. Doesn't I mean, have it's to a answer big, all the big questions. It's a big market, but it's a small... You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's not like some, like, itty-bitty town, 
but it's not Philly. Yeah. It's not top five market. No. So he can kind of fly under the radar, but good for him. I mean, he, he's playing the analytics out there in San Fran. I think you can in that ballpark too. It's bigger. Yeah. Ball doesn't fly out as much. I think they were projected to win like what? 75, 80 games. Yeah. We they won 107. Yeah. Crazy. So he deserved it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, the Cy Young Award winners. Robbie Ray, we both got this one right. Yeah, not a surprise there. Yeah, he he looked great. A little surprised on this next one. Yeah, NL Cy Young. I thought it was Scherzer for sure. Me too. And Corbin Burns, man. Congrats. Dude, to play devil's advocate, he didn't have the innings, which we like. Right. That's mainly because Milwaukee went six-man rotation, mm-hmm. and they rely on their bullpen, which is really good. Mm-hmm. So they didn't need to tax him. He, he didn't need to go eight, nine innings. Yeah. So, but he he was best K per nine. Yep. Best like walk percentage. Yep. Uh, I think F war. I know that's a, that's a favorite one of yours. The eye roll that I'm doing right <laughs> yeah. now is unbelievable. If, if only you guys could see. <sighs> but he, look, he had sure a, he led in F war. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible stat. But, Go but ahead. He, but he had a great year. I yeah, mean, he, he, he he's he's dominant. Like his stuff is dominant. His stuff is great. Yeah, he, so. he deserves it. I just I thought Scherzer because he goes. From the Nationals, where he's doing he's doing good things. He's doing good, and then he goes to the Dodgers, and just absolutely dominates everybody. Yeah, I I wonder if that actually hurt him, because they were like, oh, the team's right, great. It and definitely didn't help you. that like, oh, your uh, compadre in the rotation is Walker Bueller, who yeah. had just as great of a year. Right. So I do like it, like when they were showing like the the winners and they're doing it over Zoom. Yeah, and Scherzer sitting there on his couch, and behind him it's his. Like three Cy Young Awards, yeah. World Series trophy, and then like next to it is like his his drinks and stuff. It's like it's gonna get lit, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I'm already a boss. Yeah, like I'm I going to Cooperstown. I, don't need, this, I yeah. don't need this. Do I deserve it? Yes, but I don't need it because right. look, look over my shoulder. Yeah, I mean it was Corbin Burns, then Scherzer, and then uh, Zach Wheeler. Yeah, if if the Phillies make the playoffs, it's Wheelers to win. Uh, yeah, they don't. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Wheeler had a great year. He did. I'm going to throw I this will, out there. I will say this. In the modern voting, a lot of it is analytically based, whereas before it's like innings, game starts, ERA, Complete strikeouts. games, it's things like, like well, that. Well, that's just not as important. I, I think it's important. But I do as well. It's just not as important when you're voting for these things. So, yep. like, I'd like to think if Phillies were in contention and or won the division, Wheeler's winning the Cy Young, but... A lot of his is workload. It's yeah. it's innings. It's strikeouts. It's like, well, that's not. Get, it's complete like, games. Yeah. G- give me your your percentages. Yep. Your numbers. Give me your F war. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, but congrats, Corbin. Burns. Yeah, congrats, Corbin Burns. Well deserved. Well deserved for sure. Yeah. All right, AL MVP, the unanimous. Yeah. Shohei Otani. Yeah, he was great. I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal year. We never seen it. Exactly what you needed to be. Yeah, we didn't see it in our lifetime because yeah. it only happened with Babe Ruth, and it didn't happen to this level. No, no, so absolutely, he's he's phenomenal. He's a freak, absolutely, just an athlete all the way around. You think he can do it again? Yes. Yeah. No. Not not like the numbers were on God like yeah. this year. Yeah. I think with Trout back, that could be you know like who do you face? Do you face Trout? Do you face Otani? Like, <laughs> yeah. Rendon. Right. Like you, you got some, you got some weapons in LA. So that's the reason why I think it's repeatable for him. Yeah. But do I, do I expect him to put up the, the numbers that he did this year? No, he, he can get close. Yeah. It, it's just kind of funny to think it's like, okay, with Otani and Trout, it's like, 
is is the MVP of the American League always going to be an angel? Maybe. Because, I mean, those are definitely like two of the contenders every right. year. Yeah. Because Otani does both and Trout is Trout. Yeah. The, the face of the sport. Yeah. But uh, another face of the sport, at least for he was for a while, the NL MVP. Still is. Yeah, he still is. Bryce Harper. Let's go, Phillies. Congrats, man. Yeah. I mean, he had a phenomenal season. And yeah. as we were talking, we talked about this as we were discussing who should win. Um, Riley didn't make the final three. Ridiculous. He, sure. I, I had him as third. Like, me, personally, had him as third. He, he, Soto shouldn't have been there. But that's beside the point. <laughs> um, Harper, what he was able to do once Reese went out, what was it was what sealed the deal for me for him yeah i mean i mean his first half not great yeah but the funny thing is like with home well mainly rbis that's a team statistic yeah you can't drive in runners that aren't on base yeah and that was the problem for philly offense early in the year yeah his so, first 19 homers 18 of them were solo yeah that's a problem <laughs> yeah so but he but he got his counting that numbers up yeah at the end of the year yeah the guy's a, I mean, he's great. He's great. He's a future Hall of Famer. 100%. And I know, like, I'm kind of on the fence a little bit, mm-hmm. but definitely not now. No, he will. He will. Yeah. Two MVPs, that'll do it for you. You've been in the league 10 years, you're 29. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he's got so many more years to <laughs> I'm, go. I'll be 29 soon. What do I have yeah, to show for it? <laughs> you have great hair. Thanks, um, man. <laughs> he does too. <laughs> uh, so your feel good. Yeah. The Heart to Hustle Award goes to. Ozzy Albies. Well-deserved. That dude, I mean, on a serious note, that dude plays hard 100% of the time. Yeah. He's always smiling. He's always in a good mood. He plays hard. He runs hard. He deserves it. He's the the type of flash that I like. I don't like the ungodly flash. Like, you, Ronald Acuna, I, he he gives you too much. Okay. Ozzy Albies gives you the right amount of flash with the right amount of hustle, the blue-collar mentality. It's second baseman, man. Yeah, He's, he is. He is the new Chase Utley in that regard, and that's why I like him. I love everything about him. So, because not only does he play hard, hence why right. you know mm-hmm. he plays with heart and hustle. Yeah, but he puts up numbers too. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, I mean, we talked about this last week when we were giving Gold Gloves. It's like mm-hmm. Tommy Edmond over Colton Wong, right. Tommy Edmond over Ozzy Albies. Like, huh? Yeah. Because when we admit it, it's kind of an offensive award too. Like you yeah. can't just be a, a defender and can't hit. Ozzy Albies, you thirty and hundred man. Yeah, that's never been done in Braves franchise history. It's not like they never had great second baseman. Right. So, anyways, I'm not going down that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, let's not go down that rabbit hole. But let's do hit some news though. Yeah, some big signings that happened. Astros re-signed Verlander to a one-year twenty-five million dollar, and then twenty-five million is an option behind. Yeah, so it's probably gonna be two fifty, mm-hmm. two and fifty. Yeah. Excuse me. So, I mean, I know the Braves were interested in him, but then he signed with Houston pretty quickly. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So, yeah. good for him. Yeah, he wants to stay in Houston for sure. Uh, Angels sign Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, I like I like, I like, like this for the Angels because we know they need pitching. Yep. There's upside. I know it's 21 mil, so it's not, but there's never a bad one-year deal in my opinion. Right. So, it's I like this for them. Absolutely. He's more Cali than he is New York. Yeah, and it makes sense. I mean, he's got that sunshine hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it only makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Tiger son Eduardo Rodriguez, a yeah. five-year, seventy-seven million. He's solid, and Detroit's only up. Mm. I mean, AJ Hinch is your manager. They have good young pitching, mm. and then you add like an established left-handed starter and right. Rodriguez. Five-year, seventy-seven is that steep? I don't know, but it costs a lot to get good pitching. So. Well, yeah, but just keep just keep trash cans out of their clubhouse. They'll be fine. 
And then from there, the Dodgers, they signed another left-hander, Andrew Haney, one-year deal, $8.5 million. I know he hasn't really lived up to the hype. Mm. So you're saying, man, $8.5 million for a guy that hasn't done much, but right. it's, he, a, it's the he, Dodgers. Was he with the Angels last year? Yes, sir. Yeah, so no, he was, uh, I think it was Angels then Yankees. Oh, that's right, yeah. And I know the Yankees, Yankee fans did not like this guy. Yeah, he wasn't good. So from there, the Reds, they traded Tucker Barnhart to Detroit. Hey, he's Another a, Tiger up-and-up thing. I like yeah, Barnhart. Yeah, good defender. Mm-hmm. So it makes, He can put down the numbers. Yeah. yeah. He can. I, I'm not saying he's a good offensive player, but he can. He he's can, had decent he's offensive had years. numbers. Yeah. He's had years. Speaking of catchers, the Braves, they signed Manny Pena to be their backup catcher. So pretty happy about that. Yeah, I mean, that's a it's a solid backup. Yeah. He'll, he'll play once a week, and you'll be fine with life. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, Rays though they trade Brent uh, Brent Honeywell. Yes, and the, the A's are just for cash. Like this is the cat that it was like Mark Appel, Honeywell. Like yeah. th- th- those were the two guys. It was did you like the high school arm in Honeywell or do you like the college arm in Appel? Appel. Yeah, and the Astros chose Appel. Yeah, and then Honeywell goes to the Rays, and it- now he's now he's to the A's. Yeah, this guy, like, what, 2017, 2018, he's, like, top pitching prospect in the game. Mm-hmm. He's had four elbow surgeries in four years, so that's definitely derailed his career. But he's got mid-90s fastball, and his screwball is awesome. So if this guy can get healthy, this is high upside for the A's. Absolutely. Uh, the Yankees, uh, DFA Clint Frazier. Yeah, they're, they're just giving up on him. I think this guy's going to make them pay for it. I think I'm not saying he's an all-star. No. I think he's a good player. He's got power. But they've got they've got enough outfielders. They can do this. Yeah, your boy Joey Gallo. <sighs> Terrible. <laughs> go but, go finalist. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of outfield, though, the Giants, Phillies, Strohs, Yankees, Mets, Rangers, Marlins are interested in Starling Marte. Yeah, you could take the Yankees off this list. They're not signing him. Probably not. I know the Giants are the newcomer to the list. I know Phillies are definitely in the mix. Rangers, Rangers have a lot of money. They need to, you know, they need to fill up their team. Well, and of course the Marlins want Starling Marte back because they hated giving up on him, but sure. they get prospects, so that's the reason why they did it. Yeah. So I, I think it's between the Phillies and the Astros, truthfully, yeah. to who gets him. The Mets have deep pockets. So do the Rangers. The Marlins. I don't think they're in it. I don't think they're in it either. Because I don't think Starling Marte wants to go back. Giants are interesting. They definitely have the money. Right. They have they have deep pockets. They're coming off a 107-win season. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're really like legit contenders, but we'll see. Yeah. Absolutely. I think they should get Chris Bryant back. Yeah, they probably should. I know they're interested in Nick Castellanos. I think, I think they're better off getting Bryant back. I agree. Um, but speaking of San Francisco, Brandon Belt's the only player to accept his qualifying offer. Yep. I am not shocked by that. I'm not shocked. He loves it. Yeah, he loves He's San basically Francisco. The captain. He's been there. I mean, we saw him in Richmond before he went up. So yep. he's been with that organization from day one. And he's, I mean, of course, last year he was like the self-proclaimed captain of the team. Well, he kind of is now, especially since Buster Posey retired. Yeah. So he's comfortable there. He's a good player. It works there. Why not go back? Absolutely. Especially for, what, 18.9? Yeah. No, that ungodly number. Goes up every year. Absolutely. Uh, Dodgers and Yankees have reached uh, out about your boy, Freddie I Freeman. Know. Braves, just Liberty Media, get your heads out of your butts. Sign the face of your franchise. Yeah, they need to. Because if you don't have Freddie Freeman, I'm worried that you don't even make playoff consideration next year. I think you're in the mix, but you're probably not going to win the division. Right. I mean, the funny thing with 
Freddie Freeman, like, okay, so the comp is Paul Goldschmidt. Mm-hmm. Paul Goldschmidt signed five years, 130 with the Cardinals. It's going to cost more. You'd like to think five, 150, but he won an MVP and you could just won the World Series. Think higher. Right. Does he get 200 mil? I don't know. That's a, that's steep. That's a lot. That's steep. So can you meet in the middle? Can it be like five, 175? Yeah. I mean, that's still a lot. It's don't doable. get me wrong, but. But for Freddie Freeman? And you're for Frederick. Yeah, Frederick. And guess what, guys? You won the World Series. You have the money. Yeah. And you're paying Ron Acuna a ton. Not a ton. Yeah. And Ozzy Albies is like what, like six and thirty-five? Like that's a discount. Yeah. So like give your the face of your he's going to Cooperstown. Yeah. He's he's like your modern version of Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones could have made more elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to be here. Freddie Freeman wants to be here. He said that on the record multiple times. Yep. Get it done. Yeah, get it done. I'm with you. Uh, and then the Red Sox have interest in Chris Taylor and Javi Baez. Yeah. I'm I'm interested on why Javi Baez for them. Yeah, that doesn't really make much sense to me. I like Chris Taylor. I, I think look, Javi Baez is great. He's flashy. Yeah. He's a great defender. Mm-hmm. I like Chris Taylor because he's versatile. Right. Because he's a good defender infield and outfield. And, and that's what pa- the Red Sox have always been. And his power's there. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't like Javi going to Red Sox. Yeah. But what I do like is the <laughs> Phillies interested in Jensen, Kimbrell, or Hayter, any of them. I'm fine with any of them. Yeah. Being the ninth inning option because Ian Kennedy, even though he was better not who I want. Congre- and yeah. I love Hector Neris in the eighth inning and not the ninth. Yeah. I like Hector Neris in like the sixth or seventh. No, no, no. He was great in the eighth inning. Okay. Keep him there. <laughs> yeah. Keep him in the Don't eighth. move him. Don't move him. Yeah. He is an eighth inning setup guy. He is the new Ryan Madsen. Unfortunately. I just uh, need to find my Brad Lidge. <laughs> of those three, unfortunately, the one that I think is going to happen, it's Kimbrell. Because I'll be okay with it. Because the White Sox are going to trade him because mm-hmm. you have William Hendricks. And Kimbrel didn't really work. He's, right. not, he's not a setup guy. He's mm-hmm. got to be in the ninth. Yep. It's not going to cost you an arm. Like, Hater, that's going to... It's going to cost you You much. guys don't have the farm no, to we do don't. that. Hmm. Jansen, I, I mean, I, I he was great. He he figured some new things out. He's rebounded. I think Kimbrel's the guy that is probably the likely option for Philly. Oh, I hate that. I love Kimbrel. I have a Kimbrel jersey. I literally got it, and then, like, a couple weeks later, he Give got traded. Arms. Yeah, man. Give it to me. You can't see this, but Give me the CJ's moms. doing the Kimbrel here. Uh, Mets are interested in bringing back Steven Matz. He had a great year with, I, with the Blue Jays. I think they I think they have to once you got Syndergaard out. So, But I don't think Syndergaard was the reason why Steven Matz didn't work in New York. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I think you have to bring back oh, sure. Steven Matz because Syndergaard's elsewhere. Oh, I got you. You see what I mean? Yeah. You, you need pitching in New York, and they you've, definitely got the ability, pitching, yeah. you've got the ability to sign him because you've got deep pockets and Cohen. Go get go get pitching Mets. That's how you win. Yeah. That's how you've always won. When you won and when you were good, you had pitching. Yeah. You go lo- go get pitching. You lost Thor and Stroman. Steven Matz is not going to cost you an arm and a leg. He did have a really good year for Toronto. I think he won fourteen games. Yeah. And he looked good. He he he. Yeah. I don't think he. I know he's a Long Island guy. Right. I don't think it's going to work if he goes back to New York. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you are wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I still like it. I, I I think you're right, but I, yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, Tigers are trying to get Correa. Where does he actually end up? I think it's Detroit. I think it. Oh, man. it to me, it's Houston or Detroit. I don't think because New York's not interested. Mm-hmm. 
I think him and AJ Hinch, they're buds. Right. So that Hanging makes... Hanging on a trash can. Sorry. Beating on a street. Light. I think it makes sense for Detroit because they're only up. Yep. You get that superstar to mm. kind of just anchor your team. Right. So I, I'm not surprised that the, the Tigers are interested, especially right. with AJ Hinch. Mm-hmm. Of course, does the wife want to move to Detroit? I mean, dying city, but hey, why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, here's the thing. If if Correa ends up in Detroit, this possibility, right now is a good possibility, the Twins trade Buxton. Yeah, that seems... It's a guarantee if Correa ends up in Detroit because Minnesota has no chance of winning that division. Then. No. Zero chance. Nope. And so they will trade Buxton for the farm. Yep, they got they got to blow it up. Yep, I think I'm, they do too. But if Correa goes to Detroit, definitely it's it's over because you already gave up Barrios, mm-hmm. and he's now a Blue Jay forever. Right. <laughs> uh, Buxton, he can't stay on the field. Right. Donaldson has not worked, and I love Bringer of Rain, but it has not worked in Minnesota. Right. They need to blow it up. Absolutely. And you got to get whatever you can for Buxton. We all know the talent's there. He just can't stay on the field. Maybe somewhere else he'll he'll be healthy. I don't know. That's fair. Uh, Yankees have interest in Olsen. Do you like Olsen or Rizzo better in New York? I like Rizzo better. I do too. But I understand why Matt Olsen's younger. Mm -hmm. They both have, I think Olsen has more power. Mm, Debatable. Yeah, I get you. But I think Olsen has more power. They're both left-handed hitters, so it's going to work in New York no matter what. In the short porch. I think Rizzo's a better defender, but it's not like Olsen can't. Pick it, right? Yeah. So I think long term, Olsen is the answer. It's probably cheaper, but you're gonna have to trade for him. I don't know what it's gonna cost. Right. I would rather just re-sign Rizzo. I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. So yeah. I don't and I, either way, either Rizzo or Olsen, and not Freddie Freeman. That's fair. That's all I care about. The Rangers are looking at a lot of shortstop options. Who do you think between Seager, Simeon, and Story they should get? I think it's Seager. No, I think so too. I think. Because they they need face of the franchise, Seager can be that. He's also going to be cheap because the Dodgers don't want him back. I think they want him not for the price, right? That, that, but that's my point, though. Yeah. Like the Dodgers aren't going to, they don't need him, yeah. So they're not going to pay him what he wants, and so there's one less team with deep pockets going after him. Right. That's the reason why I think Seager's the answer. It's I mean Simeon, he moved over to second base this past year with Toronto, and he had a, his best year ever. Mm-hmm. So I don't want him playing shortstop. Uh, I also like Story. Story would fit better. I mean, his power would work better in in Texas. So I would go Seager, Story, Simeon. That's me if too. I had to pick. But I think Seager's the answer. But I know Simeon is now on on the list. Right. And then the Mets finally do the finally right thing and and get a get a GM that yeah. actually knows what the heck he's doing. Um, Billy Epler. Yeah, Billy Epler. Formerly of the Angels that and the Yankees, it didn't work there. But I think he's better in a bigger, like a to be a fish in a big market. I know LA's big, but like the Angels have always been second, second to the Dodgers. Yeah. I know the Mets are second to the Yankees, so it's a similar sitch. Yeah, but it's New York. But I will say this: as far as Mets fans go, you're you're gonna find more Mets fans than Yankee fans. Like die hard. Yeah. Like you're gonna find Yankee fans and you're gonna have everyone walking around with a Yankee hat. But there are a lot of Mets fans in New York. They just don't come out when right. the team is what they are. Right. So it's Queens too. Yeah. Like that's But Queens what, is tough. The interesting about with Billy Epler, like it did not work in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. But he got Otani there. Right. Without Billy Epler, Otani's not an angel. Yeah. 
So, because I mean, when he was a, an assistant GM for the Yankees, he scouted him over in Japan. He like lived over there for a while because he was scouting and like just with him all the time. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but it was funny when they mentioned this on the network. It's like, oh, so Otani in two years when he's a free agent, he's going to be a Met. It's like because of Epler. It's like I don't think that's going to happen, but possible. But it's possible. Yeah. So he gets a four year deal there. But kind good for the Mets because you, you you went to the GM meetings without a GM. Yeah. Like, it took you long enough. Yeah, it definitely took you long. It was two weeks too late. Yep. So, all right. Well, I think that wraps up MLB news. Final segment of the day, fantasy football, stardom and sit right after this. Welcome back to Sports GPS. We're getting into our final segment, fantasy football, stardom or sit Hit us up, CJ. All right. Uh, we're going to you know hit this, and then we have to talk about something else that Parker doesn't really want to talk about. But Correct. Yeah, anyway, it's fine. All right, so your stardom for this week. Uh, you're starting Joe Burrow versus the Raiders. I already teased it earlier. Uh, I really like the fact that the Raiders defense just loves to give up the long ball. Joe Burrow loves to throw Jamar Chase. But Jamar Chase is already always going to be in your lineup, so he doesn't make the stardom list even though he's on my love list. Uh, I also like Jalen Hurts versus the Saints. Uh, the Saints secondary is easy to pass a, pass against as of right now. Plus, he's going to get it done with his legs. And, you know, that's just what happens. So, Jalen Hurts, you're you're almost starting him now, even though he's had a couple bad games lately. Keep him in your lineup is basically what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, running backs, James Conner versus the Seahawks. He's got to have a bounce back game. Seahawks defense isn't what it used to be against the run, so you're definitely going to stick with him. And then Fournette versus the Giants. They're going to be up. They're going to be up early. They're just going to run it with Leonard Fournette. As long as he doesn't fumble early, you should be fine. Uh, <laughs> wide receiver, uh, Brandon Cooks versus the Titans. They're going to be down. He is the wide receiver in Houston. Hopefully him and Tyrod get back on the same page and good things happen after the bye week. And then uh, Waddle versus the Jets. They're going to have to throw it. I think this is a tighter game than what we think. Jets versus wideouts, good matchup for Waddle. I like that. And then I just added C.D. Lamb because Cooper's out. Yeah. C.D. Lamb, definitely the favorite target, so definitely take him versus the Chiefs and a weekend secondary there. Uh, Sidham. Oh, sorry, tight end. I'm sorry, I forgot about tight end. Uh, Uzma versus the Raiders. There's your other one that is a love for me. Uh, Raiders really not good against the tight end anyway, so might as well start him. And then uh, Schwim versus the Texans. Again, when you have a Titan that is Tannehill's favorite target, you're going to start him, especially versus the Texans. Uh, now it's getting to sit him. Hmm. Baker Mayfield versus the Lions. They're going to run the ball versus the Lions. I don't. I, it's not that Baker's going to have a bad game. He's not going to hit projections. They're going to run the ball. They're going to get back to basics. Nick Chubb is back. Baker Mayfield doesn't have to throw it as much. Less points available. Big Ben versus the Chargers. Again, I have a problem with Big Ben. Chargers secondary is also very good. So Big Ben makes the hate list. Uh, running back as well here. Booker versus the Bucks. You never want to take a running back against the Bucks. Nope. Vita Vea is way too good. Boston Scott versus the Saints is another one. Uh, Miles Sanders is coming back. I think Boston takes the back seat here, and it's the Jordan Howard Miles Sanders show for Philly. Uh, T.Y. Hilton versus the Bills. I'm sorry, he's going to get shadowed. The Bills secondary is good, and it looks like Pittman is the answer there more than T.Y. So Pittman is your answer there. Sit T.Y. Hilton. And then Brian Edwards versus the Bengals. I know he scored a touchdown last week. I know he's basically the only wide receiver. But I like the Bengals secondary here versus Edwards. 
Edwards not speed, and that's what you need to beat Cincinnati deep. Sit Edwards. Uh, Dallas Goddard versus the Saints. Saints has have a good linebacking core. This yeah. is not the the answer here. Dallas Goddard take a back seat, especially since Devonta Smith has become more of a focal point. I know Dallas Goddard just got paid. Sit him versus the Saints if you have a better option. And then Everett versus the Cardinals. I don't like the fact that Russell Wilson can't hit his tight end right now. Cardinals linebacking core is phenomenal, led with Jordan Hicks. Sit Everett versus the Cardinals. Yes, sir. Uh, now, I mean, we really have to get into the fact that the great fantasy showdown between Parker and CJ. Yeah. And who won? You did. One, I did. 117.12 over me, 101.8. It was a gorgeous day. Glorious. Yeah. Finally, my team actually showed up. Yeah, finally. I mean, look, I, I was due to lose because I've won eight in a row. Yeah. But and my team is better than the three and six record that it was I agree with that. Your team is better than that, but like nobody showed up like, outside of McCaffrey and Justin Jefferson. Like Carson Wentz was my starting quarterback. I did him over Aaron Rodgers. He gave me eight point one points. Yeah, he didn't have a touchdown. Even with him, though, you wouldn't have won. Mike, yeah, Mike Gesicki. Hey, the, the the Dolphins won. You didn't get a catch. <laughs> Big old goose egg. Big old goose egg. Who would have thunk that? Right. And then just like guys like McCaffrey, Jacobs, Jefferson, Pittman, Sanders. Jefferson had a great game, though. Yeah, he had a great game. Uh, can you find the end zone? Nope. N- none of my skill guys found the end zone. Yep. That's a problem. But, I mean, you got 21 out of McCaffrey. Yeah. You got 18 out of Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, none of my skill guys found the end zone either. None of them did. Oh, sorry, James Conner late on a garbage garbage time touchdown. But, like, Jalen Hurts actually, like, threw a couple touchdowns. Yeah. I like mean, Car- he finally like, looked okay. Like Carson Wentz, like. I, I know that we ran the football a lot. Can, can you find, like, Pittman one time no. in, in, in the end zone? Not for the double stack for you. No. Yeah. Yeah, I started the wrong tight end because Dallas Goddard went out with a concussion early and Hunter Henry on my bench with two touchdowns. I also, st- you know, shockingly enough, I start New England's defense and I started the wrong defense because Philly would have gotten two more points. Um, didn't start the right uh, flex. Well, no, 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 my flex was good. Sorry. Didn't start the right, right wide out. Um, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, the only thing that makes me like, I can just move on and not be a big deal is there was nobody on my bench that I didn't play that would have helped me win. Yeah. So it's just like, well, oh. outside of, outside of quarterback, right? Aaron Rodgers would have gotten you an extra three, but it wouldn't have been enough. Right. So like, okay, if you give me Rodgers over Wentz, that's three. And then there was another player that have, oh, Christian Kirk. If I put him in over Emmanuel Sanders, that's three. Yep. Still win to one. Yeah. So I'm okay. Yeah. Like, right. There's nothing I could have done. Unless... Your team's still good. It is good. Yeah. So. Who you got this week? I got Mr. Walsh. He's 5-5. Five and five. His team, uh, honestly, the projection, we're like dead even. Can it's you like... win, though, please? I need I need yeah. every 5-5 five and five team yeah. to lose. Because I'm 4-6. and six. I've got I've got the easy win this week. What should Derwin do? Facing Derwin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have your stinker tinker time. Or whatever. Yeah, I'm no, going to give my team a pep talk. You know, it's okay to lose a game. It's okay. Right. Bounce back. Yeah, that's what you need. Yep. All right, let's go ahead and hit the pod league because, you know, might as well talk about it. Yeah. Ridley's digger or not. Uh, you know, we, we won last week. It's a win. It is a win. It's a win. Our entire team is so good, and yet we, we don't find wins. It's kind of like your uh, work league yeah, team. Yeah. Every league I'm a part of this year, my team is good and it just doesn't doesn't yeah. perform when it needs to. Mm-hmm. But CD Lamb should have an uptick. AJ yep. Brown gonna have a decent game against Houston. 
Um, we're starting the 49ers defense versus Jacksonville. That's smart. That's our stream. Yeah. So, yeah, got to take it up. Yeah, I like it. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it here uh, for this episode. Season 2, episode 21. I know we're late. I'm sorry, listeners. Yeah. But that's going to do it for us here, for all of us here at the Sports GPS. Parker White. CJ Holly. thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.